Toilets and sinks, real things, things that people always use and always need to get fixed. This is a life, kid, a real one. Doing something that matters, something that makes sense. The only thing that makes sense is this, learning, thoughts, so I can think and get a student loan and grind my own coffee and understand HBO. Good morning, morning Greendale. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And these are your morning announcements. Today, we're talking about Community Season 1, Episode 24, English as a Second Language. Ben, have you ever slept through a final? Uh, no, I, I don't. Surprisingly, I have not, despite the fact that uh, the number of classes, uh, the number of finals weeks where I was staying up all night to finish something and then immediately had to go to a final was a lot because I'm a procrastinator and uh, ADHD makes me really, 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 really terrible at all of that. However, I've never slept through a final. I have had many dreams in which I, I realize the day of the final that there was an entire class on my schedule I didn't even realize I had. Sure. Uh, that's sort of my ongoing school nightmare, despite the right. fact that I graduated uh, like 11 years ago. Sure. You know, normal normal amount of time ago to be mm-hmm. have graduated. I do feel like everyone sort of has their own sort of school nightmares, even though none of us have been in school for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is definitely the, I, I literally didn't even know that I had this class. Uh, so that's mine. Have you ever, A, A, have you ever slept through a final? And B, do you have any specific school nightmares despite having graduated many years ago? So, okay, excellent. This is going to be very fun. So yes, I've definitely slept through a final before. (laughs) Oh no. It came, so I think it was a winter final, like right before winter break. And I was dog sick just oh so sick and i was just making it through and i slept through i think it was my i think it was calculus three final okay and i like just like and for whatever reason the professor was cool about it. it's like i get it you're totally sick i'm gonna let you make it up and i made it up like the next day and everything worked out fine but man i just remember the 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 uh, um the emotion you expect to have the moment you wake up and you realize you've missed an exam that is r- real a hundred percent i th- like i was sick and i thought i thought i was going to die because of how sad i was like how much i had messed up mm-hmm. but everything worked out in my favor i have been graduated for 10 years and uh everything seems to be going well and they no one has said hey you didn't actually get a degree uh, yet, uh, similar to the <laughs> podcast police that is going to shut uh-huh. this down, I'm sure there's a diploma uh, police that's going to come by and be like, this isn't a legitimate diploma. <laughs> that's my expectation uh, pretty much at all times now. I But the only thing that's changed is that they're going to be wearing face masks. <laughs> <laughs> right. In, in my, uh, my anxiety. Um, I don't have any specific school dreams, but I do have a recurring dream that started when I was going to school if, if that makes sense it's not a okay, nightmare yeah so my wife went to a school called sweetbriar college it's in you know near lynchburg virginia and it is all women's school it's a great school we had to you know 
I'm planning on sending any daughters that I have there. We have, I love it. It's, we love it. We're, you know, she'll, they'll be, Stacy is a legacy. She's third in her family, I think something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's a female only school. So I went, I went there cause you know, you hang, you hang out, you know, and my, my wife had a dorm room or whatever, but I started having this weird dream whenever I was there that I was just peeing, peeing wherever <laughs> I could. Um, like I would be asleep in her, her dorm room or whatever. Cause I was visiting for the weekend. And then I have a dream that I was just peeing nonstop into like a plant. <laughs> and, and this would go on for a little bit. And then I woke up and I'm like, I have to pee so bad. And then I'd go to pee. This only used to happen. It, it, it sometimes happens now and it's very concerning when it does. Um, but it used to only happen at Sweetbriar. So I was like, oh, clearly when I'm not comfortable to get up in a space, because maybe mm-hmm. I'll get in trouble for being there or whatever, or, you know, like I have to walk into the women's bathroom because surprise, there's not much else in the dorm room in right. Sweetbriar. And that somebody will be like, you're not supposed to go there. You're not supposed to get up, get out of here. You male presenting person uh never happened to me to get kicked off one time i did have to explain why i was there to a security person and then my wife drove up in her car and was like oh he's with me and then they walked away so that was weird but yeah Mm -hmm. that was that was a non-school nightmare that started happening while i've while i was in school and stacy was in school okay not not remotely the direction i anticipated that answer to go but all right i'll take it my main concern about whenever I'm going to school is is the real life anxiety I feel that somehow I missed a class and they're going to come take my diploma. Okay. I remembered when you were telling your story about the the panic of of missing a final. I have not missed a final. I did miss a test once where I was um I was going to school and I was also working at a Safeway. Uh, bagging groceries and um, we were always short staffed so my boss kept giving me more hours even though I kept asking for fewer I was uh, I was at a a tipping point and so something's got to give the thing that gave was that I just stopped going to my psychology class it was like psych 101 it was a a gen uh, it was a gen ed and I just like I, I, we took the first test and then I kind of just stopped going because I'm like, uh, first of all, the class was bull crap because literally all he did was read PowerPoint slides and the PowerPoint slides were provided by the company who wrote the textbook. So I'm like, this is a waste of my time. I can just read the textbook. All I have to do is show up for, for tests and I'm sure. fine. So I stopped going to that class pretty much entirely. There was also a woman in my drawing class who uh, happened to be in that same psych class, and she also stopped going to that class. So we'd always be like, hey, did you go to psych yesterday? Nope. Yeah, me neither. Okay. <laughs> so cool. That, that ends with a cool talk. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. One day, I woke up, and I was like, huh, it's been a little while since I've been to psych. Uh, I literally stopped going the day after the first test. I wonder when the second test is. So I pull out my syllabus and the test was yesterday. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's... So I was like, okay, well, that 
cool. So I went to drawing and I was like, uh, hey, Emily, uh, did you know we had a test in psych yesterday? And she's like, oh, my God, are you serious? I was like, yep, because she also did not realize it was a test to the previous day. And terrific. So terrific. Wonderful. She she decided she was going to try to like fight that and be like, oh, I you know, I had an emergency, whatever. Um, due to the proximity of it being near uh, Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving holiday. Sure. Um, he was like, if you don't talk to me well ahead of time, I'm not I'm not giving you a, a pass on it. So she tried and failed to convince him to let uh, her retake it. And then both of us were just like, this class is dead to me. I accept the F and we stopped going to that class. All right, then. <laughs> I, I later did like grade forgiveness and I took it with a different professor who did way better and I liked the class a lot more. But yeah, so I do know that panic of, oh, crap. Uh, that test was yesterday. I'm looking at the syllabus that says it was yesterday. All I needed to do was check this like once a week and I would have been set. Yeah. I could have faked or, my way through that. Or put it into some kind of thing that could remind you like mm -hmm, maybe an online mm -hmm. calendar, which we right? definitely had 10 years ago. We had like some kind of google calendar at that point i think right so like you know c's get degrees so all i had to do was just like fake my way through the test well enough to get c's i would have been fine i just stopped caring so i but just i, I, I failed. think it's i think it's an in interesting point that both of us have had a similar situation but we somehow resolved it and became the podcasting uh, magnates that you hear right now so that's pretty important that even us, two notable goofuses, messed up real bad, but we're able to to get through it to make a s s ridiculous podcast with each other. So what you're saying is the moral of the story is even if you fail a test, you can still talk to strangers on the internet with your opinions. Yes. Cool. That's exactly it. Speaking of opinions, let's go ahead and talk about our opinions on this episode, season one, episode 24 of Community English as a Second Language. It is finals time. The dean uh, is uh, pr uh, announcing over the PA. He knows that his voice isn't helping with the stress of finals week, so he's going to play some soothing sounds of nature. Uh, up first is a babbling brook. That is awful. I would hate that. Um, I do love that Britta is like will anyone back me up if i say this is ridiculous or is it going to be another avatar situation i love avatar I think it's a Jesus avatar. Avatar. okay proving yet again that i am Britta because i hate that movie <laughs> it's ridiculous my favorite part is that we had just spoken a little bit about avatar the last airbender and i'm like and my my brain is like when it hears avatar is like oh clearly we're talking about the last airbender now but no, a great television show that I love. A great television show that I love as well. But no, we're talking about the the James Cameron hit film Avatar, which I, for the record, hate. So I thought it was milk toast and fine. Uh, it was very pretty. It was like looking at a very pretty barrel of oil in a warehouse. What? Uh, no no you know what we're just gonna bypass that i i i went to a 3d showing of it and i'm not a huge fan of 3d because w w sitting with 3d on top of regular glasses it just never seems to work for me and i just get dizzy and uncomfortable and it was just, it wasn't a fun time 
I so Avatar was the first 3D movie that I had ever seen, and I spent the first 10 minutes of the movie going, oh, hey, this is really pretty. Also, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Sure. And then I spent the uh, after I got over that, I spent the first half of the movie being like, oh, hey, this is really pretty. But I have such a pounding headache that I want to die. And then the last half of the movie, I was like, yeah, it's pretty. End of statement. Well, you made it through. Oh, hey, Sigourney Weaver's in this. End of statement. (laughs) (laughs) At least you made it through the pounding headache. Anyways, uh, yes, I am Britta because I hate Avatar. Annie is transcribing the notes from her recorder. Uh, We find out that uh, she has been recording every lecture of Spanish uh, since the beginning on what I will refer to as Chekhov's digital audio recorder. That we only learned about right now. You know what they say about a gun in the first act of the 24th episode of the first season of a TV show is? You gotta that fire gun it. never existed until this very moment, but you gotta <laughs> fire it before the episode's over. You, you gotta fire it before the episode's over. Pierce says that this is a spoiler alert. <laughs> Just wanted to put that out there. I don't think he understands what that means. That's fair. This I will say that this is the kind of Pierce that I appreciate. Like the just completely out of touch with with what things are. Like not, he's he's trying, but yeah. he's also not being overtly racist. Yes. And, that that stuff mm-hmm. is like that's the stuff I could get rid of, the 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 vague the racist and sexist and all the other stuff. Just this kind of like half confused old man I like. I mean, if we're lucky, we all get to grow up to be confused old men. So, Oh, I'm looking you know. forward to it. I'm already a confused young man. Just got to get to that old part. Uh, life goals. So <laughs> Annie is is like, while she's talking about this, she's like, we got we to gotta study hard so we can pass the test. And then next semester, we can come back and we can take Spanish 103. And Jeff is vehemently against this. He Mm -hmm. only needs two semesters for his language requirement. He is not taking another Spanish class because he's got the whole thing. uh, He's he's on a very strict four-year plan at this two-year community college. Um, And he had figured they were going to ignore that part. Well, I'm sorry. I said, but we're going to ignore that part about how it's a a four-year degree at a two-year community college. It's fine. I mean, there's a lot that we have to, we, we, yeah, we have to, uh, that disbelief, we have to just kind of say no Mm -hmm. over there. Um, Mm -hmm. we have to suspend it from the ceiling. Um, Annie's like Spider-Man and then it makes out with us for a little bit in the rain and it's very romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, your face. I mean, it did exactly what it should have because that was a dumb statement I said. But I, I, it was a non sequitur, and my face was like, my brain is tr- still trying to parse what happened and how we got from where we were to where we are now. But okay, uh, Annie figured that they were a Spanish study group, so we'd continue to take Spanish together, and she wants this group to stay together. And even if Jeff doesn't continue in the group, she'll be in the front row of Spanish 103, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. This is what gets the entire rest of the group to be like, oh, yeah, no, Spanish 103 is dead to me. I mean, fair. I can't like I at this point in my life right now in the and probably for the next few months, I just have to move my my 
but from one room to the other and i can't get my my butt up before seven and i can't start uh-huh. working before 8 30 mm-hmm. i ain't that- i ain't going to a spanish class at six o'clock in the morning every day literally every uh every time i was planning out my classes for the next semester and i'd be like okay i know that i ended up missing like 40% of my 6 a.m. class this semester. This next semester, I'll be better at it. Next semester, I got this. I can do this. This will be fine. This is a much more interesting uh, uh, subject. It's it's something I'm much more interested in. Maybe the professor just uh, this semester did not keep my attention. You know, whatever it took to convince myself that absolutely, yes, next semester, I'm going to that 6 a.m. class. And then, uh, spoiler, I did not. Also, I don't think it was 6 a.m. Yeah. I think it was 8 a.m., which makes it yeah. sound even worse. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you expect to be able to get up and do a thing by sure. 8 a.m. And then all of a sudden, you're on your own in college, and you're like, anything before 11 a.m. is dead to me. It's very funny to look back at college and be like, I missed an 8.30 a.m. class how often? Because I did what? I slept? Like, I'm up. I I said it's Saturday today for to to part the curtain a little bit. I was excited because something was happening at nine that I really wanted to be up for. So I set an alarm for eight thirty. I was awake at seven. Uh huh. What happened? <laughs> yeah, it's also wild to me that throughout, like every every step in the education process was like, okay, elementary school, we got to prepare you for junior high. Junior high, we got to prepare you for high school. High school, we got to prepare you for college because college is going to be what prepares you for the real world. Right. And then I went to college and it was like, yeah, so uh, anything before 11 a.m. is a joke. And uh, also you need to do like six hours of work a week. And like it is the the opposite of the real world. It is it is a weird bubble of of pseudo responsibility weighed down with partying and drinking and hanging out i was doing there were semesters i was in three dungeons and dragons games at once i did three sessions a week that does not that does not get you ready for the real world at all i am recording this right now in lieu of my usual D&D game, because we decided to cancel this week because we're all just like oh we just don't have the time like it's so hard to get one in. And I at the time I was like, oh yeah, no, three. You know what? Maybe let's let's talk about adding a fourth because I could play more DD. Real world my foot. <laughs> F off with this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very funny to like uh, so like knowing how regimented high school is and like everything like we have to prepare you for college because college professors are going to be mean and they're going to expect you to be on task the entire time it's like you get to to college the first time and your first professor's like what's up guys i'm jerry uh-huh <laughs> it's like no you are you cannot be this laid back what the hell sup i'm i'm jerry uh come to class or don't eh, i don't care anyways uh Here, here's the syllabus you know here th- these are when the tests are eh you know you want to go like like we're gonna have a weird uh, we, we're gonna do a thing in the student union at seven o'clock. We yeah, whatever. It's you know you can come. I might get some beers. It's fine. It's I was like, in an what? English class once no. where 
it was like one of the last nice days of the fall. And so we were like, hey, teach, can we go like do class outside? And she was like, I would feel like a villain if I kept you inside today because it's going to be one of the last nice days before it starts snowing. So uh, sure, just make sure you're on task. And then smash cut to all of us just chatting, people literally out skateboarding and like grinding on the benches. Like there was no class happening that day. And she was just like, well, that's on me. Oh, well. Like, we didn't get in trouble for that. She was just like, should have seen this coming. That's on me. All right. That's on me. You know, maybe, maybe I go out there with them next time. So, yes, they wow. they uh, go to Spanish. Annie is proposing, well, okay, if we don't want to do Spanish 103, let's do another class. We can all pick pick a class together. And um, I, I think we should do anthropology. You know, the study of man. Shirley says, I've learned, I want to unlearn everything I have learned. You go, girl. And then Abed points out that you go, girl, she go, girl, herself and gives the cutest shut up ever. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. I'm still trying to forget what I learned about that subject. <laughs> go, girl. You just go, girl, yourself. Shut up. Jeff has, is like, look, I'm not picking my schedule based on BFFs because I have just one unmovable appointment on May 23rd, 2013, which Troy is immediately like to buy a flying car, which is a weird thing to say because, A, that's only three years in the future yeah. at, the, at the point that this was made. And, and now we have li- the hindsight that we know that in 2013, we did not have flying cars in the year 2020. It's, it's all in been the year downhill. 2020, we can't go outside. Right. We can't. <laughs> flying cars we can't even we can't leave the house or we we might die so you know uh w- swinging a mess um <laughs> well that's troy for you jeff is going to use that date to celebrate becoming a lawyer again because that is going to be the day that he graduates from this uh two-year community college with a four-year degree somehow which we're not even going to talk about and he'll be a lawyer and it'll be fine. Um, and he says, which can only happen if I take a full load. Don't a full load of classes every year. I I uh, do. So I pulled up on this day for May twenty third, twenty thirteen, mm-hmm. and there is only one information on it. One one unit of information yes. of things that happened on that day, and it's something that you will be interested in. Okay. Very specifically. Patrick Waugh is named head coach of the Colorado Avalanche, his former team. It all comes back. That's See, ol- he was... <laughs> the only thing that happened on May 23rd, 2013 is Patrick Waugh. The only thing in existence. Um, I think originally that was supposed to be... Uh, like they, they, It was a called shot to be what would have been the uh, season sure. finale of season four of this show. So they, they very specifically made a, a called shot... Uh, to that, which I think the uh, sort of hectic, uh, all the stuff that happened uh, surrounding season four um, and community and being in constant uh, fear of being canceled, um, I, I don't think they actually managed to call that shot. So, but they tried. And, you know, yeah, they were you, close, uh, if I remember correctly. 
to quote Wayne Gretzky uh, and keep this on hockey, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Mm-hmm. So That is true. And you miss most of the shots you take when Patrick Waugh is guarding the net. So, Jeff, see, I know some sports things. Just a few sports things. Just a few sports things. Uh, Britta tells Annie that we'll still be friends even if we don't share classes. Annie's like, well, c- clearly, Britta, you're wrong because your parents smoke pot. It's like, uh-huh. whoa. You can, you can tell it's obvious from your name that, you sm- that your parents smoked pot. Which, fair. I it's, mean, is I it? No, it's not. It's a mean thing to say to a friend. <laughs> I mean, I've told the story before, but uh, the girl who lived down the street from me uh, when I was a, a young lad, she, her mom had a, a second child who was named Britta. And so I can go back in time and go over to her house and be like, excuse me, do you smoke pot? And that's not going to be weird. No, not even a little bit But we'll get the answer. We'll get the answer we're looking for. Cheng comes in. uh, He wants a word with Jeff. And he, instead of taking Jeff out into the hall, he literally kicks everyone out of the classroom. Mm -hmm. He's like, come back in 10 minutes. If anyone asks, tell them I sent you to go learn things. Sure. You know, the normal teacher thing to do. It is. It's Greendale. Like, they'd just be like, yeah, that tracks. It probably is the normal teacher thing to do there. I mean, pro- pro- uh, Professor Whitman is literally just like, hey, go seize the day. And they haven't fired his ass yet. That's true. This is and on the scale of weird things to do at a college. This is pretty low for Greendale. That's true. Speaking of firing his ass, let's continue. Chang starts asking Jeff about the fake degree he had. Uh, where he got it, and if there's any way that, you know, he could have done it differently so that he didn't get caught. Yeah, so this is basically Chang revealing he needs a fake degree to keep going. Um, There's a whole lot of details here, like Chang being in a, a band in high school and the world not being ready for an Asian man on Kitar, um, and that he was a bag boy at a grocery store and faked his way into this job relying on phrases from Sesame Street. Mm-hmm uh yeah that's there's a lot happening here there there's a lot um he does bring up that he was bagging groceries for five dollars plus tips and jeff says i'm confused i'm supposed to tip my bag boy uh so officially just as a former bag boy uh we were actually prohibited from taking tips um unless we we had to uh politely decline at least two times Mm. Uh, and then if they insisted uh we could take it on the third but it was uh it was frowned upon that is how on one fourth of july uh i got uh some cougar in a corvette slid a dollar bill down my apron because it was uh the fourth of july and it was very hot and i took a bunch of groceries out for her to her uh midlife crisis mobile and uh she offered me a tip and i was like i'm not allowed to take that and then she was like well it's yours anyways and then she just shoved that right down my apron and it was the most action i had gotten in a while so (laughs) i was also a bag boy and i also had the same a very similar policy and boy howdy the the people that really want to tip you a bag boy for bringing groceries out to their car they are kind of aggressive about it i'm like a little bit i don't like I would honestly, I'm a high schooler. I would love to take that money, but I am a rule follower and I don't want to lose my job that I'll quit in probably a week or two because I'm 
I'm not doing a great job at school and this uh-huh. is just for me to buy video games with. I did get one real smooth guy once where, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't even help him out to the car. I just bagged his groceries. And then he was like, oh, thanks, man. And he gave this real like a to- exaggerated motion of like, I want to give you like a, a high five or like a, ha- a low five, I guess, or like a handshake or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. And then he just in one swift motion slipped a dollar bill right into my hand. And then before I knew what was go- happening, he was out the door and I'm like, well, crap, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the rules uh, do allow for the sleight of hand uh, corollary where right? if, if it is just there, it's yours now, I guess. I don't know. I can't do anything about that. So, yeah. Anyways, all that's to say Chang faked his way in. Um, he, as you said, he's been using phrases he learned from Sesame Street and just uh, faking his way through. Mm. If the dean knows that he's not a real teacher, uh, he'll invalidate everyone's grades and everyone will have to repeat the class. And this is when the Chekhov's uh, recorder comes back into play. Uh Uh-huh. Chekhov's brand recorders, making plots happen since 2010. (laughs) Out in the hallway, uh, students are... There's two students looking at this chalkboard with this, like, unsolvable problem on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, begin the obvious uh, beautiful mind uh, uh, references here. Goodwill hunting. Yes, sorry, my bad. I knew I've yes, I've seen them both, and I yeah, get them confused get all up, the yeah. time for some stupid reason. I really britted that. Anyways, eh, whatever. It's all good. It's Saturday. It's it's going to be a hundred and hundred and one degrees outside. Who knows? So yes, it's not a beautiful <laughs> mind. It's the other one. It's goodwill hunting. I always get the two all it's mixed up for some stupid reason. And uh, so yeah, these two students are looking at this chalkboard with this uh, unsolvable problem. They don't know what to do and they just walk off. Troy walks up. It's it's playing music that if it's not ripped straight from the movie, it is a very close homage to yeah. it. Uh, We're and in one of those close homages. I mean, this is basically community for the rest of the series. They're That's like, true. all right, we got we got the chicken fingers out of the way. So no more of this like, okay, well, it's a normal episode, but with like some mash references. Or it's a normal show, it's a normal episode, but with the montage about that pool movie with Tom Cruise, whose name I already forgot. Right. Now it's like, all right, every episode from here on out is just is yeah. gonna be a reference to something (laughs) we're doing Uh, alien what we're doing alien he goes and he he picks up the chalk that's on this chalkboard in the hallway and he looks like he's about to write something and then he just pockets the chalk because dude just wanted some chalk i guess you free chalk free chalk yeah you gotta have that free chalk i didn't see anyone's name written on it so how do you even write a name on chalk and if it Come was, on. it was probably in chalk, and you couldn't see it because that's chalk on chalk. So take that chalk. I said the he word does. chalk like he seven does. times in that. <laughs> it's lost all meaning. He does take that chalk, um, and he goes to get a drink out of the water fountain, which it's broken, but the whole front panel is off because somebody was probably out there fixing it. Probably. Yeah. Uh, he And there were some tools like, sitting right next to it. Yeah. So he's just... He, he doesn't even say a word but he's he kind of in in his mind you can see he's just like oh well it's broken and there's some tools so he grabs a tool fixes it it works 
Uh, he's the, a he's a genius. He is a genius. The plumber's return is like, hey, hey, what are you doing? And then Troy bolts. Um, one of the plumbers is played by Jerry Minor, a veteran comedy actor writer who is fantastic. Meanwhile, Annie is listening to the notes from Spanish and she's uh, transcribing them as she does. And she fast forwards a little bit and then uh, Chekhov's recorder uh, recording since 2010 has uh, finally gone off because she finds the part in the recording where Chang admits that he has a fake degree and that if the dean finds out the grades are going to be invalidated and everyone has to take Spanish again. Mm-hmm. The speed in which the Chekhov's gun goes off in this episode is just fascinating. It, yeah, usually it's a it's a third act thing, yeah. but today this one is it's like, like two scenes later. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh-huh. We got to set this thing up. 24 hours to go before the Spanish final. They, they are all in Spanish class and the dean comes in and he says uh, that he's sorry to announce that Chang is no longer with us. And uh, surely it is like, now is he dead? Because we can't take that. Like, is he still alive? Like, last time he said he was dead and we were all happy and then, then he was alive and it was like, not so great. What a roller coaster to have for a Spanish thing. Yeah. A Spanish class. We find out that nope, the dean just knows now. It's been it's been leaked. Mm-hmm. An anonymous tip uh, told him about Chang's lack of uh, qualifications, and he's like, "Word of advice: If an Asian man says he's a Spanish teacher, it's not racist to ask for proof. Okay, okay. You ignore your mother's voice and get right into that horse's mouth." I would I would clarify that. The you job should... interview is pretty much asking for proof that you yeah. can do the job. Like so. check references, things uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just all these. Th- it's funny to me that everybody seems to be really bad at hiring in this universe. Yes. Because Jeff got a job from faking his qualifications. No one ever called Columbia to double check. I mean, we, but the difference is we find out. First of all, Jeff is very good at that's, lying. Well, that's fair. Also, uh, later on, maybe next season or so, second or third season, we find out that Jeff is, was actually a very good lawyer. Like, we we uh, see a lot of his um, uh, lawyer buddies, and they're all like, oh, oh that's yeah, right, like, yeah. Jeff, Jeff was great. So... Once he's in, there's no reason to question it. That's true. There's a lot of reason to question Chang uh, in his yeah, knowledge of Spanish. And it, like, isn't there some teacher evaluations going on? Like something? I mean, we we find out uh, in the scene in, in the entirety of Spanish 101 and 102, he has covered three chapters out of an intro to Spanish textbook. Mm-hmm. So not a lot I of think, chapters. I think it's fair to be like, wow, the students coming out of this uh college level Spanish class can basically ask where the bathroom is and that's about it. Um maybe we ought to actually figure out what's going on with that. Because there's 20 chapters in that dang book, right. Mike. There are. And uh the so here's the problem. They've learned 3 of them. But Chang's replacement, Dr. Escudera, says that it's going to cover the entire textbook. Mm-hmm. She also uh, attempts so to it, speak at them in Spanish, and they don't understand a, a word of it. 
and and the dean's like it's like i'm at an embassy in here yeah it's also just uh emblematic of how quickly one uh loses their aptitude with a language when they don't use it because i took five years of spanish and if not for those subtitles i would have been like she said something about a book she said something else about a book oh we're talking Um, about books i got it okay i'm good okay let's go books yeah all right i like books see uh me gustan libros tambien bueno it's you see you're you're giving more of back and forth with dr escudero than the classes see see throughout this whole exchange uh the only the only major thing i wanted to bring up was that uh uh the doctor says uh that they're gonna cover you know all 20 chapters which is vente and so britta's like oh wait i know this one she's asking for a large coffee (laughs) overplaying that hand which is funny uh because it the Starbucks venti is 20 because at Starbucks you can order a large, a large or a 20. <laughs> <laughs> Good denominations uh, at Starbucks. Definitely. Nailed this it. Is a, legitimately. I walk into Starbucks and I feel like I needed to take a class to understand what I need to be ordering here. It's like, um, look, I know you have, I, you have green tea on there. I just want one of those maybe, but like iced, I- is that possible? <laughs> I feel like you are three steps away from a Seinfeld bit, so <laughs> tread carefully, That's my friend. That's true. That is true. <laughs> it's, What's it's, the deal? It's <laughs> podcasters <laughs> in cars getting coffee. <laughs> What's the deal with Starbucks? Uh, you want a you want a big one, so you ask for tall. That's the small one. <laughs> What's the world coming to? <laughs> You're laughing way harder than than that deserves. No, it was um, good. When I when I was a boy, wait, now I'm now I'm going into an old man instead of Seinfeld, although they're basically merging. Um uh when I back in my day when I wanted a coffee, I went back down to the diner and Diane poured it for me and it was five cents. You're you're uh uh swerving from seinfeld into jeff foxworthy territory now yes Um, i am blue collar comedy touring this up so fantastic this is audio (laughs) poison i apologize to everyone listening to this right now hey if you cut it out then only the people on the youtube live stream will have heard it (laughs) it cuts to 20 hours to go before the final they are walking out of class um Troy is like, man, why is she, uh, if she's a doctor, why is she even teaching Spanish? Go cure something. Mm-hmm. It, the, th- the funny thing is she's trying to cure your ignorance of Spanish. Correct. Uh, there's a car alarm that goes off and Abed is immediately I- able to identify it as a 2003 Lexus, uh, which is impressive. Yeah, it's a convoluted way of getting there, but it turns out I, that it's Jeff's car. It might be your car, Jeff. What? I was on my roof for the 4th of July and the fireworks set off all the car alarms on the street. That one sounded like a brand new Lexus. Oh, my Lexus isn't brand new. I know. Yours is a 2002. That's the year I heard it. Speaking of convoluted, Chang is standing on Jeff's 2003 Lexus and smashing it with a keytar, which is a wild thing to see. Um, 
also random. You mentioned the keytar earlier. You could you you can't mention the keytar without bringing it out. It's Chekhov's you know keytar. You know what they say about mentioning a keytar in the first act? You got to smash a car with it in act two. Chekhov was into some weird crap. <laughs> A lot of people know about his gun, but a lot of people don't know about his keytar. Uh, if I started a 80s synthwave band, uh, I would name it Chekhov's Keytar. So, I mean, I think any band that you make is going to be Chekhov's something. It would be, I'd, I'm going to make a folk band called Chekhov's Keytar, and then there's, there's no keytar in this. And so then in the third song, there's going to be a keytar. Nailed it. <laughs> I figured it out. Solved your checkoff puzzle. So I didn't even make a puzzle. <laughs> you figured out a thing that I didn't do. Also, uh, uh the definite uh this is not Colorado, but it takes place in Colorado Watch. There's definitely palm trees uh in the background <laughs> of this parking lot scene. Spoiler, we don't have those in Colorado. <laughs> really? I no don't know if you trees. knew that. No palm trees. Huh. Who would have known? I guess anybody I know, lives right? in Colorado. All those episodes of South Park where there's palm trees everywhere and, mm-hmm. you know, just palm trees all over the place. All palm trees. Um, Chang is mad at Jeff because uh, Chang is assuming that Jeff turned him in. But why would Jeff do it? He would be sabotaging himself. Uh, and then Jeff jumps on the car and tries to wrestle the guitar out of Chang's hands. They fight over the keytar, which is a sentence that I just said in the year 2020. And at this point, uh, two security guards come. I believe these are the security guards that were the doppelgangers of Troy and Abed in an earlier tag. Uh, you are probably right about that. I did not look into it. But they, they show up and they shoot tasers at both Jeff and Chang. Mm-hmm. This is after Jeff and Ch- Chang try to bluff, bang, that they're writing a song for the Battle of the Bands, a thing that they should is have, not existing. They should have said that uh, their band name was Chekhov's Guitar because mm-hmm. that really sells it. Yeah, like, it's kind of the... Th- if, someone's, if, if you're like, we're rehearsing for our performance at the Battle of the Bands, and then you don't provide a band name, it's probably fake. If you're in true. a band, you're going to constantly be like, yo, I'm in a band. Uh, its name is Chekhov's Keytar. It's great. Yeah. We do 80 synthwave music. we got a guy on keytar. Yeah. If you're not going through all that, then you're not in a real band, probably. It's 2010. The world is finally ready for an Asian on keytar. So we got this. So yeah, they get tased. They fall to the ground. They are uh, in a lot of pain. Jeff starts peeing. I mean, you know, he's he's tased. You can't. You don't have uh, full. Uh, uh, you don't have full authority over your body right now because there's electricity running through it. Later in the bathroom, uh, Troy goes in to wash his hands, and the sink is out of order. Uh, and there's a big sign that says as much. But he tries it anyways, and he it's it's busted and he sees a wrench just left there so he grabs it tightens a a a nut and just like fixes it up and the janitor is there and he starts uh, he does a slow clap and he's like i put out that wrench on purpose you got a gift kid yeah he had dismantled the valve and also put out the free cake to see what troy could do because he came in licking like icing off of his hands that's why he needed to wash his hands because there was some free cake outside and you're not gonna eat free cake i mean 
the one of the things I miss about working in an office is the free cake every month for birthdays. Even though, uh, much like pizza, I have an opinion. I have uh, major opinions on the politics of office cake, um, but that's fine. Are, are do you want to get into it? I mean, it's pretty much the same as pizza. Uh, if you're gonna get no pineapple on birthday cake. <laughs> Yes. No anchovies on birthday cake. If you're going to get one white cake, you, you can't go wrong. Right. That's that's if, that's good. I like that. If you're going to get two white cake and chocolate cake. Sure. You yeah, can't go wrong. Classics. Somebody someone is going to like one of those two things. Only if you if you get a third, that third one and only that third one can be something weird. Carrot cake, German chocolate cake, um raspberry cake Ooh. like you know something something out of the norm you got me excited with raspberry cake the idea of having a cake with raspberries in it oh yeah my my work has done that a couple of times and it's great but the problem is not everybody is likes that, that not everyone's gonna go for that i love when they go for carrot cake for the third weird one because i love carrot cake it's my sure. favorite cake carrot cake but is a good even cake. even with carrot as my favorite kind of cake if work was like we got one cake. It's a carrot cake. I'm like, you screwed up. I mean, I'm going to eat that. I'm going to love it. And it's going to be great for me personally. But you done screwed up. You done screwed up. Anyways, that's my opinions on the politics of now, office now, cake. Now, that's if you have a number of, of small but still cake cakes, right? Like what mm -hmm. happens if you have like, I don't know, a 12 or 24 pack of cupcakes? Um, I mean, or is the same, same colorary set up? Yeah, it's it's the same it's the same idea. You need you, you need um white cake as a as a just uh neutral option. Um and then if you've the the more you add, the weirder you can get. So like white cake, then chocolate cake, then something weird, then something weirder, then something that like one person maybe might actually like. Right. So like, you know, you 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 do some like let's say you got a team of ten or team of five and you're like, okay. We'll do white, we'll do we'll do white cake, we'll do chocolate cake, we'll do a little bit of raspberry, we'll do maybe a lemon cake. Um, but there is one person that is gluten-free, so we'll get a couple of gluten-free cupcakes as well. That seems like a good I, situation to me. Well, yes. I mean, I'm I'm specifically talking about a, a very large group where you don't necessarily know everyone's uh mm, dietary that's restrictions. True. That's a good point. If if you're in a group that small and someone is uh has celiacs or whatever, you need to be more on top of that. Oh, sure, that's um, true. Yeah. My mine is like they buy cakes for the entire floor, so like ah okay okay okay. Anyways, so they yes that we were when we last we left the community they were in the bathroom and somehow we got on the topic of cake. No, so, no, there was cake in the text. He put out free cake and dismantled the the valve so that he could test Troy. The janitor tries to convince Troy that uh, he should. Uh, give up on school and uh, become a plumber because he's got the gift. Uh, he, Troy doesn't think a gift for what he calls a gift for sinks is a big deal. Um, he's a student. He likes learning. Jerry tells him that he can work with toilets and sinks. Real things. People always use them and always need to get fixed. And uh, yeah, Troy's not having any of this. He's just, he's not interested. Um, and he ends up leaving and then Abed, uh, comes out of one of the stalls. He was in there. He washes his hands. He's like, Hey, what's up? Yep. It cuts to 14 hours to go. They're in the study room. They are trying to cram, but there's 
basically no hope. Like right. they are, they, they, they are like, well, it took 40 minutes to cover three types of verbs. Sure. So yeah. And Britta points out if we don't sleep or pee, we can cover 10% of the exam. And then if it's multiple choice, you got 25% chance on each one. So like, you know, the odds are looking like pretty, pretty okay. Uh, maybe. I don't think that's how math works, but fine. <laughs> um, that's how they decided math works. That's true. Um, and this is not clearly a math class. Um, Jeff doesn't like to be a defeatist, but he admits that they're defeated. And it sounds like they're all going to be retaking Spanish in the fall. And everybody groans. But Annie kind of sighs contentedly. And it's at that point that Jeff realizes what's up and he calls her out on it. He's like, everybody said, uh, except for you. You wanted this. You did this. And uh, he berates her for a little bit, mm-hmm. but manages to get her to fess up. He, he even asks uh, the group whether or not sh- he can treat the witness as aggressive, which Pierce allows. Hostile. Oh, hostile. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Pierce, Pierce allows it. He, he goes on a whole thing about how, you know, Annie stole a year of our lives and we should all be pissed at her. And um, he goes through exactly how she's going to like, she's going to do sad puppy dog eyes and her lips going to quiver and so on and so forth. Um, Nobody look at her because that's how she gets you. Uh, Just close your eyes or else she's going to, she's going to weasel her way back in. We're supposed to be mad at her. Abed doesn't initially and starts to fall for it um, until Jeff tells her, tells him that Annie's the Ark of the Covenant. Right. Well, because Abed is very specifically like, oh, it's not going to work on me. But then it, it, it starts working on Abed, which is a testament to the power of Annie's sad face. Annie's sad face. That's uh, that's name of my new band. I was going to say my when I get a monkey, that's going to be the name of it. Annie's sad face. <laughs> um, well done. So Jeff manages to convince everybody that like mm-hmm. Annie really screwed the pooch on this one. And, yeah, and, he, um, and he tries to get everybody to forgive her. And Jeff tells every, everybody to picture her as Paul Giamatti. And everybody groans except for uh, for Pierce, who's like, yeah, no, I mean. Mm-hmm. So she freaks out and leaves. And he's like, do not call her. Do not text her. We do not need her to study. Now, does anyone know how to study? Yeah. Um, we go to 40 minutes to the final. Uh, the Dean who, had, who had the nature sounds of the Serengeti on changes it to an antelope slaughter and it wakes up everybody in the study room cause they fell asleep. And, uh, as they're leaving to go to the final, uh, Abed takes Troy aside and he's like, Troy, I know you could be a plumber. Um, you know, Abed as Abed does, he's been kind of watching this play out on the mm-hmm. sidelines and Troy says, uh, no, I'm going to be sophisticated and not have a job or have a job where it looks like I don't really do anything. It's a very good sentence. I love it. I love it. And Abed we, says, we also we also glossed over it. Uh, but when he's talking to the janitor, uh, he does say that he's going to be sophisticated. So he has his own coffee grinder and understands HBO, which uh, I did appreciate. I like how that's what troy's vision of adulthood looks like uh of of like an office worker's adulthood is mm-hmm. a coffee grinder and knowing what hbo is and what it means so yeah abed basically is like hey you know what the happiest part of my day is it's 
right before Spanish class, when I look over and see your empty seat and hope that you're not going to be there. Which I, 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 I did have to watch the clip of Goodwill Hunting to kind of get the reference for, because yet again, I have a weird hole in, in my pop culture here. I mean, I knew it was a reference to Goodwill Hunting, but it's in the movie it is presented far less mean because it's more like <laughs> you need to get out of this dead end place and do this thing that you're meant to do where this one is, you need to stop. You need to drop out of college. <laughs> well, and also just like, you know, they're friends and yeah. it's like, I don't, it, it comes off as real. Like, I don't want you to be near me. Right. And when you are providing it with no context and solely hoping that Troy gets the fact that this is a goodwill hunting reference, like that's a mean thing to say. Exactly. And it, it's clear that Troy does not get it. Uh, but that's in a bit. We go to Spanish class. There is only two minutes until the final this is your two minute warning before the final. Shirley is like my horoscope predicted suffering. And that's good news because horoscopes are the devil trying to trick us. Well, good for Shirley. <laughs> I have no other words for that. So Troy's desk is empty and Abed smiles, but then Troy is in a different seat and he's just like, Oh, real happy that I'm, I'm not there. Huh? And then he, he basically just rats out to the whole class that Abed is like, Abed hopes that Troy's not going to be there. And Starburns is like, man, like, Abed's a bad friend. Yeah. And Shirley's like, did you, that's a terrible thing to say. And Abed's like, it's from a movie. And Shirley's like, well, the movie it comes from is terrible. Also, when Starburns is like, like, I feel like Starburns is just waiting for people to fall out of this group so he can kind of take them under his wing, the Starburns wing, mm-hmm. and then just be like, you're now part of my Starburns click. And that's that's a, that's a position you don't ever want to find yourself in, probably. So uh, unless you happen to like hanging out with people with stars shaved into their sideburns. Mm-hmm. Um why has no one done this with their pen? Everyone's doing weird hair things. No, I've just not seen any picture of people being like, I don't have to go into the office. I'm shaving stars into my sideburns. Because it's a bad idea in all situations. <laughs> this is why you, people don't do it. If you have shaved stars, I think we've asked people to send pictures of them with stars shaved into their sideburns before and got zero responses. Surprisingly, we got zero responses. I'm going to say this again. If you you have (laughs) shaved stars into your sideburns, please tweet at Good Greendale. We want to see those pictures. The world wants to see those pictures. (laughs) Trust us. We will signal boost it. Everyone will know about your starburns. Annie is not there. Um, we find out because Shirley has been texting Annie, despite mm-hmm. Jeff's explicit instructions. We find out that Annie is not in class right now because she is busy making things right with Chang. Everybody in the study group gets up to like go save Annie mm-hmm. because they're like, Chang's going to just freaking kill her. Like we need to go. Right. And Suddenly, they all know how to speak Spanish. They're like, vamanos, uh, necesito uh, uh, ayudar Annie sure. or, you know, whatever. They did a lot of studying. They did. And now they they all are speaking coherent level one Spanish. And um, they announced to the, uh, the 
new professor that they need to go save their friend. And they're like, and she's like, but uh, the, the exam. And they're like, who cares about a Spanish exam? We're a study group. That didn't, I mean, I know it's not designed to hit as a, you know, like a triumphant moment, but it does not hit as a triumphant moment. So it's well, well crafted. Uh-huh. Uh, at this point, Starburns is like, uh, yeah, we're also friends with Hannah. So we need to go help her too. And then he gets everyone to stand up and walk out chanting uh, like, we love Hannah or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's exactly. I we don't love remember. Hannah. We love Hannah. We love Hannah. We love Hannah. We love Hannah. Over in Chang's office, uh, they are running over there. He is still allowed to have, even though he has been fired. It takes, it takes, you gotta, I mean, he's got a lot of tiger related decoration. He's got a, it takes time to get rid of all of that. I I don't know. I I imagine after firing him and then having him attack a a student, you would bar him from the premises. Uh, a real university would do that, yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Hard to argue with what you just said. They run over and Annie is screaming just repeatedly and Jeff kicks in the door and it just it actually turns out that Annie's just sitting there patiently and Chang is playing his guitar, which he has sampled a screaming sound and he plays a couple notes on it and it sounds horrendous. <laughs> You gotta you somehow sometimes you just gotta enjoy the the magic of electronic sampling. And sometimes you gotta hate it. We find out that Annie is helping Chang enroll in Greendale so that he can uh actually like make something of his life. Like she's she's actually helping him. Um, you know, he's gonna gonna take some like music classes and so he's he's gonna get better mm-hmm. at, at doing the whole guitar thing. And he's gonna try to get a teaching degree, you know, do do doing what he is who said he was doing the whole time. Also, Chang is really bad at playing the guitar. It is abysmal it's and rough, yeah. awful, and I hate it. They go back to uh, do their Spanish test, and they take it, and as they're walking out, Jeff's like, you know, I, I think I might have passed. Like, it felt, that felt pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annie says uh, that she can't apologize for what she did, and Jeff apologizes for treating her like a child for having feelings mm-hmm um she he's also like you know you you don't have to dress like this to grow up i mean like you you look like a travel agent and she says that she was going for a professor and is all squirrely about it because jeff asks like why and then she kind of like uh, uh she makes a noise yeah, there, basically and doesn't really answer the made. question and you don't have to dress like this to grow up you, you look like a travel agent you don't like it? I was going for more of a professor thing. What? Why? What? Nothing. Yeah, it's which. Uh, hmm. I I definitely. I mean, I don't know if it's if it's me knowing what happens uh, in future episodes, up including the very next episode. Uh, if it's like, well, Jeff dated a professor, and so now Annie is trying to be all like professor. Like, I don't know. I don't, I, I took it as like, she's trying to bridge that gap of yeah. like women that Jeff might find sexually attractive. I think that is a reasonable bridge to construct. I mean, not even necessarily just sexual. I mean, they, he did actually have a whole relationship with, with Slater. So sure. yeah, totally. 
And, and but but he he didn't like Glee. He did not. I mean, who does? So they I'm sure are leaving. Do. Somebody does somewhere. Uh, it's fine. Um, if you like Glee, don't tweet at us because this is not about Glee. Yeah, tweet so, at a Glee, Glee podcast. <laughs> Go find one of those. I'm sure there's tons of them. Uh huh. Um, good morning, whatever the name of the school was on Glee. Good um, Good morning, Gleedale. <laughs> yes. Good morning. That's our Gleedale. next podcast. Good morning, Gleedale. Nope. Nope. I quit. I quit forever. <laughs> so no more Ben and Mike podcast because apparently it's just Mike doing Good Morning Gleedale. Uh huh. We're not even finishing this one. I'm just I I object <laughs> I object to the the very premise uh, so hard that I quit podcasting forever as of today. So after um, after we we uh, edit at, do our live edit on on YouTube, right, friend? Uh huh. Exactly. So I mean, I'm still going to edit that. I'm not going to record this and then not edit it. I want to look like a chump. So Jeff proposes that he well because he's like. Okay, so this field felt pretty easy, but like just in case, you know, if we don't make it, uh, we'll just take Spanish again. But, you know, we should have a backup in case we do pass. I propose that we take anthropology, Mm -hmm. anthropology, anthropology. Everyone's like, yeah, let's do this. We'll be an anthropology study group. Uh, One thing we didn't uh, talk about is how Troy and Abed kind of reconcile. Um, Troy and Abed comes out uh, and Troy says, I think I got half and that helped me through the half I didn't get. And Abed says, it's just like the first season of The Wire. And Troy's like, except I can't stay mad at you. And there you go. Uh huh. See, he got in trouble because he was making uh, movie and TV show references. And then he used that same skill to save face and become friends again. So good job, Abed. Sometimes you, you got to know when to to reference the wire and sometimes you got to know when to not reference goodwill hunting exactly uh i guess it's just like that famous song you got you've got to know when to wire know when to hire i got nothing moving on done we go to the tag um abed is reading off the uh final uh results i like how everybody is by name so everybody knows exactly what everybody else got mm-hmm. that is not I mean, how that worked that it's it, i mean not at the time but there was a time when that was that was actually how it did it well sure but like i went to college or not around this time a little bit afterwards i think right no 2010 so i was in college around this they put it by just student ID so that it's at least, at least a little bit like, oh, I can't know exactly that my friend Goomba got a four. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, I had I have multiple friends named Goomba, no, my good that's, friend. That's that's what I said though. They they don't at the time they did not do it like that, but there was a a time previous where that was not uh out of the question. Okay. I don't enough. know that every college everywhere did that, but um, how did you, uh, listeners, how did your college give you results? Did you know exactly I, your friend Goomba? Tweet at Good Greendale. have seen other TV shows that have intimated to me that that is how it was done once upon a time. I see. So it could be a lie that TV has told me, uh, but TV would never lie to me. Anyways, he's reading off all the results and everyone passes except, well... Je- he gets to Jeff. And he's like, yeah, winger, Jeff. Well, 80. Anyway, sorry for that half-hearted fake out. We all did it. Yeah, it. he, he didn't even really attempt, attempt it too hard. Um, and he's like, 
I think the test was just extra easy, right, guys? And then they all walk off except for Pierce. And then up comes Dr. Escudera, and Pierce thanks her for making it easy on them. And she was like, you too. Uh, because they definitely boned. Yeah. He he boned her to get an easier test. Uh, he was gone before breakfast, and uh, he is an early riser, and she said, I'll say. So, uh, you know, Pierce has very few skills in life, and this is one of them, apparently. So... Um, and one of them is sleeping to the top. Mm-hmm. I will say she seemed pretty pleased with the uh, the encounter. So, you know, I would have pegged Pierce as someone who's just like he gets his own and then he he uh, rolls over and goes to sleep and then sure. sneaks out before breakfast. It, it seems like he needed to put in the work and he put in the work and he was rewarded with by the, from the work by a passing grade in Spanish. I mean, we can have a whole conversation about whether or not in his uh, when he's having sex for pleasure instead of having sex for work, if he puts in that effort. But that's not really a discussion I want to go to because the episode's over. I would much rather go to Graves. As I mentioned, I've not seen Goodwill Hunting, but, you know, through the cultural osmosis that I know about a lot of things, I know about, you know, the key bits of it and i've seen this episode before obviously so i've looked it up but i did have to rewatch and understand the context of why somebody is telling you i hope i'm not i hope you're not there next time and i and i understand it better mm-hmm. um i think this one you might have to do a little bit of that knowledge just to make sure that you have it but i think it's a pretty good episode um i enjoy it um Chang goes through his beginning of his metamorphosis into whatever he ends up becoming, I guess is, is the best way to put that. Um, you, people are making a lot of differences. You've got, you know, the, the end of a school year is a really good point in a, a television show to kind of be able to change things up because that's kind of the, the case of school. Like, you know, you finished freshman year, sophomore year is going to be a lot different. And there's going to be a break and people are going to be new people are coming in. You'll be in different classes with different teachers. It's a really good time to make some of these changes. And the fact that you're kind of leaning towards anthropology being a change. And, and I think, I think it portends really well for, for a community that it, it can jump into, you know, last week was modern warfare where it was an action movie. And now we can kind of jump back into, okay, what, but these are still students and they have to finish their exams, but also let's do a really bizarre, uh, goodwill hunting thing. I think it all really works. And I think, you know, you can see, even though the school year is winding down, the, uh, the season is still going strong. And I think it's, it's a really good episode of television. Um, I really much enjoy it. Um, I'll give it an A minus. Uh, yeah, I think overall it's a it's a pretty enjoyable episode. It does sort of return back to the roots of like we are uh, at a community college. It's about a study group. Like it's been a lot of episodes since any real studying had been done um, because it 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 starts you know veering off into these weird right. homages right. Um, and. I think um, I think it's a good way to sort of start winding down the the season because it's like 
just so you remember, this is like about a study group at a community college. Um, I, I overall, like I enjoy it. Um, I, I don't think that it is particularly a standout episode on its own. Um, I think it's a great episode for where it is in the season. Um, you know, it's like uh, if you're on a plane and they're like uh, uh, tr- uh, tray tables and, and seats in their upright position uh, coming in for descent. And, you know, you can mm-hmm. start feeling that plane sort of like descend and like there's nothing amazing about that part other than the fact that you're like, I'm getting close to getting out of this metal germ tube and I can stretch my legs and I will be at my destination and like it's that same sort of feeling i guess that's a weird metaphor is but it? i went with because it. you just suggested that community <laughs> was a metal germ tube which is fair but like huh i mean you can have a bad flight and you can have a good flight and community is a good flight but it's still like it's still a flight you still you still want to you still want to land and you still want to get out into the airport and stretch your legs and buy some overpriced merchandise at the the gift shop and then sure. go sightsee or go home if you're coming back home. Right. Um, anyways, it was a really stupid metaphor. <laughs> you know, I thought my grades was, was bad because I kind of went on the whole context of the end of a school year. But I think, I think neither of us have really done great things on this grades. But let, go ahead. Finish your grades segment, please. I think that this episode is better because of where it is in the season. Okay, sure. I mean, it is a story about finals. Yeah. But I think, I do think sort of reining it back a little bit, you still get the Goodwill Hunting homage, but it is tiny little bits with with Troy where this is happening. And the rest of it is just like, it's a it's a story about the study group being a Spanish study group. I do think that is a nice way to uh start that dismount um from season one Mm -hmm. so that yeah i mean i i it's a weird metaphor but you know the plain metaphor was there the flying germ too got it you love to see it uh it's it's a solid episode i'll give it a b plus i don't think it's a standout episode but it does what it needs to do right here sure yeah i i i i think it's i i think we're pretty much on the same same place except for the germ tube thing i'm you lost (laughs) me on that and i still don't i regardless i think i think we're we're on the same page but we want to know what you think uh you have so many ways to contact us there are so many you can tweet at us follow and tweet at good greendale on twitter not just tweet at us follow us please oh god please um i mean you can just follow you can just tweet at us if you want or you can just follow us and you don't have to tweet at us if you don't like i mean the world is your oyster if you want to tweet if you want to don't tweet don't you know do the things whatever you can you can here's where you you can contact with us if you want you can tweet if you want to you can leave your friends behind (laughs) because if friends don't tweet and if they don't tweet then they're no followers of mine so done um, you nailed that dismount boy that was a good plane ride so uh you can do that you can you can also uh you can also go to goodmorninggreendale.com there's a contact form that will send us an email so if you have any longer thoughts you want to send to us you can do it that way um and 
uh yeah i think that is about it uh this week so you can you can talk to us about this episode you can talk to us about flying germ tubes Mm -hmm. uh or what weird nightmares about school you have do you also have being dreams have you ever missed a test at college how Any much of these uh, how much do you want a keytar after all of the reading i did about keytars that may or may not have been cut from this episode at some point i not every mention of keytars is going to get cut <laughs> there's going to be a keytar mentioned in this episode yeah i think you're right uh i don't I think mean, I because it's part the of the context of the show <laughs> I'm going to get real. I'm going to spend four hours editing this for creative editing to remove all keytars. Uh, <laughs> and it's all going to be to live. Us. You can talk to us all about that and more. Um, send us those tweets and emails. You can also find us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. We're on patreon.com slash back to Futurama. And you can find our fan group created by Superfan Laura. It is called League of Jeremy's. Just look for that. On Facebook, it's a fan group for the entire Ben and Mike family of podcasts. Yes, we we both have other podcasts than this one. It's that weird. went in two very different directions. We did so, go different directions, my friend. Uh, until next time, when we're talking about the season finale of Community, Look uh, at season us. one already. Yeah, we'll be talking about that next week because when I said I quit podcasting forever, I lied. So well, this is this is a time in which you lying actually makes me happy. Uh, so I'll catch you next time when we talk about that episode. Um, until then, I'm Ben and I'm Mike. I, I wish, wish you luck. luck.